So for this week's episode of What Would You Do If, you can probably tell already, it sounds a little different. We're actually out of the studio today and we're not even in Ireland. <gasps> Where are we, Callum? We're in London. We're currently on Olympic Way. We're on a balcony on, um, I wouldn't call it a restaurant, it's a place called Box Park near Wembley Stadium. So last night we were at the Capital Summertime Ball. Whoop. Um, and we stayed in Wembley and we thought we came up with the idea, why don't we record the podcast in Wembley? And do you know what we did yesterday? What? We saw the Jonas Brothers. We saw the Jonas Brothers and then we saw them bring out Buster to do year 3000. And it was incredible and our lives are forever changed. But this isn't about the summertime ball. It's not what would you do if you were in the Jonas Brothers, although that could be an idea for a future episode. We would have to try and get the Jonas Brothers on and then I would just die and there would be no more podcasts. Well, they come into Dublin in January? January 31st. I want to save this for if we ever did a podcast about periods, but... A few hours ago, I got my period. We were just leaving our hotel, and I was going, oh, my God, why do I have my period again? And Callum went, well, you did a lot of jiggling yesterday. (laughs) As if my dancing induced a period. (laughs) You never know. It could be uh, putting a lot of pressure onto your body. No, Callum. Seeing the Jonas Brothers did not cause my uterus to go, okay, here you go, some blood time. So we are in London. We're on two portable microphones, so we're not in the studio, so you'll be able to hear the street. We've conveniently picked a place where, to our left, you can see a load of workmen with diggers and heavy machinery. So there's going to be some point in this podcast where there's going to be a lot of loud noise. Yeah, OK. I think people get the idea, Callum. We can just get into it now. OK. This is What Would You Do If? The podcast answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. So, Jessica, if you had the opportunity to come to London, what would you do? Although we're already here. Okay, so I've been to London a few times. Um, Something that I did the first time that I came here. I did basically everything when I came here the first time. My friend and I were only here for like two nights, but we did everything possible. (laughs) So if you just gave us a list of all of the tourist attractions, we just did them. Okay, did you go to Buckingham Palace? No. Did you go on the London Eye? No. Well, that's two attractions that you haven't done then. Why would I go to Buckingham Palace? Because it's a big house where the Queen lives. But yeah, as you said, it's a house. Okay, what about I the London Eye? I live in a Eye? housing estate. Do you think that I don't <laughs> see enough of them already? Okay, the London Eye, why haven't you done that? Because it was expensive. Okay. I was um, like 19. The London Dungeons. Yes. So what I want to say was, this was like the best thing that I did in London. It's a live show kind of thing, but it's also a tour through a dungeon and it's all about like a serial killer I think it's Jack the Ripper yeah. and it's like so creepy and I actually know someone who used to be an actor in it so I'm like wow like this person that I know is so normal and yet they got to freak people out you know it's like you know those actors that dress up at Halloween and work on those scare parks and things like that yeah. imagine just having that job for a little bit I would love that. Except wouldn't you be so afraid that someone's going to get so freaked out that they punch you in the face? <laughs> I remember I went to one one year and it said, be warned, the actors may touch you, but you're not allowed to touch them back. That's a bit of double standards really, isn't it? I remember that. And they were allowed to like kidnap you and keep you away from your group for like an hour of the whole time that you were there. I don't know which one you've been to, but I've never been to anything like that. Yeah, no, there was one where they would literally just take you into another room and mess with you, and you could be separated from your entire group, and nobody would know where you were. This is, like, so great. It's a bit weird. So you've done all the touristy bits when you first came here. No, I will say there's one thing that I haven't done. Okay. Shrek the experience. 
Now, I've mentioned this to you so many times that every time I've said it, you've just laughed in my face and be like, don't be silly, you're never going to go and see Shrek the Experience. I'm not having you bring this up on the podcast as your own idea. <laughs> this is something that I want to do, not you. I didn't say I want to do it. I'm just saying that's the only thing in London I haven't done. And the London Eye. Sure. And Buckingham Palace. Why would I want to go there? Because there's the changing of the guards and sometimes the Queen might be at the window. First of all, I'm Irish. Why would I care about seeing some old woman standing at a window being like, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? If the Queen did that, I would happily pay to see that. Second of all, it's just like changing guards. What's the big deal? I can go to a shop and just watch them change staff. Like, it's the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> it's just people changing ships. Imagine if, if it was such a big thing that there'd be a big changing of the customer service desk operative at Tesco every now and again. There was a huge queue and people queuing up for photos. It's the exact same thing, like. I'm not sure it's exactly the same thing, but I'll roll with it. I think it is. So you've done all the touristy stuff apart from Track the Musical and the Buckingham Palace and the London Eye. Mm-hmm. Now you're in London. Uh, this is the first time I've been in London with you. Yeah. And we're not really doing anything. Is this your life now? I would love to just move to London and just sit there and read and eat barbecue wings and just enjoy the London atmosphere. You know, that's what I'm all about with London now at this stage. I've done all the touristy things. I just want to pretend I live here. What would you do if you were in London? Do you know what? And this may come as a complete shock to you, but I don't like London. What? (laughs) We're on this balcony and everybody turned around here. Um, I'm just, I'm not a fan of it. Do you know, I'm a big fan of the infrastructure, you know, like the tube and things like that. It's a great public transport system and probably one of the best... It's one of the best things the Brits have done. The London Underground. That's what you have to say about London. It's a great public transport system. I have never been another place where you can get on a train and if you miss a train, another one is along in a minute. What about the rest of the place, Callum? Just hear me out for a minute. Okay. So I like the tube for that respect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been to London, I would say, about ten times. And I can navigate the tube by looking at the maps and stuff. I know how to work the tube by now. Well but done. if... If I was a Londoner, I still don't think I would know how to get people to places without the tube. I was speaking to a a taxi driver a few weeks ago, and he used to live in London before he moved back to Ireland. And he said um, he lived out in Croydon, and he wouldn't know how to get around the city in London if he was walking around or driving around. But because the tube is there, he knew how to get around. And I think... I learned so much about moving to Dublin and moving to Ireland because I could just explore the city and walk around without feeling that I'd get lost because it's not too big. London is massive. You've just gone off on a rant about public transport (laughs) when what I asked you was, what would you do if you were in London? I would probably live on the tube. Okay. Because I like it. But I don't like that it's not friendly. Everyone is in a rush. Yeah, I remember yesterday you started trying to talk to me on the tube and I was like, what are you doing? Do you not realise where we are? Well, you were a little upset because the tube doors tried to close on you. No, they didn't try to close on me. They did close on me. Callum decided 30 seconds before the tube was going to take off, actually, let's get this one. And there wasn't even one of those ones where it's just like the tube doors. There was also doors before you get onto the tube so you know that people don't jump onto the tracks. 
So there was two sets of doors closing on me and people audibly gasped and someone was like, oh, you're all right there. And I was being dragged through and I was just like, I want to go home. Can I bring up two points for that, please? One, it was not my idea to get onto that tube. It was my friend Ryan. He said audibly and very loud, oh, will we get on this one then because it was coming to Wembley? I'm not taking full responsibility. Secondly... Ryan isn't here, so you have to. Okay, I'm sorry. And secondly, you said... When the tube was about to take off, like a rocket. Oh, what? <laughs> he said, 30 seconds before the tube was about to take off, Callum decided to get on the tube. Yeah. The, but it's, a, <laughs> it's not a rocket ship. We're not getting on the tube and it flies you into space and they land you. Before the tube was about to depart, before it was about to leave, not take off. <laughs> you know what I mean. We still don't know what you would do if you were to... If you were in London, you just said that you would sit on the tube all day. <laughs> Imagine just going, I am going to London this weekend. What are you going to do? <laughs> sit on the tube. But normally I come to London for events, like the summertime ball or a football match or something. I'd never done a weekend in London where it's been a touristy weekend. Well, I'm glad you haven't, because all you would do is sit on the tube. I, no, I would want to do the touristy things, but I would be quintessentially British. So I would do Buckingham Palace. I'd go to, like, the Olympic Park and places like that. And would you do the Shrek experience? Oh, 100%. I'd, I'd probably get a job at the Shrek experience, like a weekend job. So I'd move to London for a proper job, probably in radio or something, and then at the weekend have no free time and work in the Shrek experience. What Shrek character would I be? And if you dare say donkey, um, this relationship is over. That's what I was originally thinking. See, I'm torn because... Are you smelly enough to be Shrek? Oh, my God. (laughs) Right, I just, I have to say this story. This morning, I saw Callum getting dressed. Now, he already has his underpants on, and he was about to pull up his jeans. And he sprayed deodorant on the front part of his underwear to make sure that he didn't get smelly. You said that on the podcast. It's just hygiene. It's not hygiene. Well, just wash yourself. I do. No, this was in case of any leakage later on in the day. Leakage? Well, you know, when you go to the toilet, you've advised to dab. What? When men stand up to the toilet. Yeah. Um, I would normally just shake and then zip up. But you told me uh, a good idea. It was pretty early on in our relationship, in fact, that if you use the toilet roll after you've shaken then there's no chance of seepage. I can just imagine whoever's listening to this being like, how did this come up in their conversation? What happened was, Callum would not flush the toilet <laughs> at 4am in the morning. <laughs> yes, ah, I remember now. And then you would say to me, why is there no toilet roll in the toilet when you've had a wee? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not a normal thing to do. But now I do do that, so I didn't really need to spray. Yeah. I just like a good smelling part of my body everywhere. Can we just explain why you didn't flush the toilet? Because I forget. No, Callum would go, okay, I'm going to pee and then I'm going to get into the shower and then after my shower I'm going to flush the toilet. As if that's any sort of logical way to do things. Because, and this is my mentality, back home the water system is connected. So you flush the toilet and it takes out all the cold water from the shower therefore you get scolded in the shower and I don't have time at five in the morning to wait for the toilet to flush and then get in the shower so I have a wee I get in the shower I close the toilet so there's no remnants of wee 
and then I get out of the shower, I put my towel on, I sit on the toilet, and then flush the toilet. I thought that was just made up completely, that sort of water system. No, no, it's it's right. I don't know if it's every in every household, but in the one back at my house, yeah. So if my mum would do the washing up downstairs in the kitchen or just using the cap tap for anything downstairs in the kitchen, I was having a shower. She'd sometimes do it on purpose, just turn the tap on just to scold me or make me really cold. I always thought you had such a loving relationship with your mother. <laughs> we do, of and course we like, do. Sometimes she liked to scold me while I was in the shower. <laughs> oh, she's kicked me down the stairs before and everything. What? She was... <laughs> this is completely off the topic of London. But um, she had just got out of the bath and she was going downstairs and I was going downstairs, so our stairs, I was walking down in front of her and her feet were still wet. She slipped a little bit but landed on the next step. But by her slipping, she kicked me and then I went tumbling down the stairs. I'm assuming you were okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was just, like, more sliding down on my backside, but... So bringing it back to our London topic, I would be a tourist. I would want to do all the touristy stuff because I, I haven't done that. I've been to London. I started coming to London, um, I would say, about 10 years ago now. When The first time I came was to see the football at uh, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I would just want to pretend that I lived here. So you'd be a secret Londoner? Yeah, like that's what my friend Caitlin and I would like to do. The last few times that we've been in London, it was usually for Summer in City, a big YouTube event which is held in the Excel. And on the last day before we fly home, we would usually just go to Leicester Square. Leicester. That's what. Leicester. Well, we don't know how to say things when all you can do is read it on a map. Sorry. (laughs) So we would just go there and we would enjoy the Nickelodeon store and we would sit down on a wall and enjoy the free Wi-Fi and get some drinks from Costa and just sit there and enjoy our phones and not speaking to each other and all the quiet as we just pretend that we live there. Do you think you'd miss home if you moved to London because it's such a... It's such a different place to Dublin. I've wanted to live in London since I was about 15 or 16. So yeah. I always was like, oh, God, I would love to live there so much. Now I'm kind of like, well, I have my pet, so why would I move? How could I move? If someone knows how I can move to London with a rabbit, please let me know. I'd miss you, too. Oh, yeah, please. thank you. Yeah, yeah you just, just throw that in at the end. And you wanted to move to London at some point. I, there was a, a stage in my career where I was like, ah, there was some jobs coming up in London and I was applying for it. But I knew deep down that London isn't the place that I want to live. Like, when people ask me, oh, do you like living in Dublin? Oh, it must be like living in London. I say, yes, I love living in Dublin, but it's not like London because it just seems a bit friendlier. It doesn't seem so clinical. There's personalities around. It's not massive. Like, I think I know my way around Dublin by now, and I've been living there just over a year and a half. I think I would not have a clue about getting around in London after being there a year and a half. I know, like, how to get from my place to work and then places on the tube again, but it's all that walking stuff that it just it baffles me. It's so big. Yeah, Dublin is definitely very friendly and very nice, but I think London is just cool. So you'd rather have cool over friends? Yeah. As long as it's nice for Instagram, you know. So that's what we would do if we were in London. But you've been searching the internet. What should you do if you're in London? So if you want to be a tourist in London, right? Now, this is what I did when I started. When I started in London. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I went to London, my friend Caitlin and I, we researched everything, right? Right. 
So we were really, really broke at the time, but we wanted to make the most of it. So what we found out was if you travel by train, such as like the Gatwick Express and stuff, yeah. you can get two for one tickets on practically all of the attractions just because you travel by train. Oh, that's very good. It's called Days Out Guides. Um, and that basically has all of the attractions that you can get the two for one on. So the zoo, London Eye, London Dungeons. This is how we managed to do practically everything, even though it was really expensive. We even did Madame Tussaud um, just using this two for one. All you have to do is travel by train and then you get basically half price. Assuming that you're going with someone and you're not oh, going by yeah. yourself. So you have to look into things like that because there's so many vouchers out there that yeah. you can really just make the most of everything. Also, make a list of what you actually want to do. So like you were saying to me, oh, you haven't done Buckingham Palace. Don't feel pressured into doing the stereotypical <laughs> yeah. thing. Just because it's there, you don't have to do it. Like if you want to do Buckingham Palace, fine, be a loser. But <laughs> but don't feel pressured. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, i tell you a story from the first time I was in London. Go on. So, Caitlin and I were trying to get the tube, and it was absolutely packed. Now, we're only going two stops away, right? Yeah. And as I went to get onto it, and I got complete deja vu yesterday from what happened on the tube oh. with us, the doors closed because there was no room for me to get onto the tube, but she was on it. So then we were stuck in this situation where we were like, right, Caitlin's gone two stops away. Yeah. So would she have gotten off at the first stop? Would she have gotten off at the second stop? Or would she have come back to the stop where I am oh my to try gosh. and get me? So another train came along and I couldn't fit onto that one either. It was literally packed. Nobody could fit on. And then I ended up getting off at the first stop. Yeah. She wasn't there. Got off at the second stop. She wasn't there. Oh. Went back to the original God. stop. She wasn't there. So I ended up going upstairs to try and ring because obviously we have no network yeah. underground. So I'm there texting and I'm texting and then I get a call from one of my friends back in Ireland. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> She's like, oh, Caitlin just called. She said that you're lost. <laughs> So Caitlin rang Island to get to you, although you were probably a matter of metres away. Yeah, we ended up just walking to one another because the stops are so close to each other that we just met halfway in the middle. That is one thing that the tube needs to sort itself out, the lack of service down there, because I said that we'd meet Ryan downstairs in the tube station yesterday, and we got down there and I thought, actually... This is a very long platform. What happens if he's on one end of the platform and then we're on the other? We're never going to find him and we're going to be there forever and then we're going to miss the check into the hotel and then we're going to miss the show and we've made this journey for nothing. <laughs> yeah, Carol, that's what was going to happen. We were going to miss the show because we couldn't find Ryan on the platform. Ryan had the tickets. <gasps> okay, right, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely plan ahead. Yeah, try and just do your research. Like, don't turn up and go, okay, right, what are we going to do? There's a lot of apps nowadays as well that were like the Tube Planner app and like even voucher codes and stuff like that. You can just go bang, 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 there you go, and you're away. Yeah, it just takes like 10, 15 minutes of research prior to arriving to just kind of make the most of everything. And if there was one thing that you would recommend to do in London from the times that you've been here, what would it be? The one thing that really stands out to me is always London Dungeon. It was just so funny. They kept picking on my friend and myself for... So maybe it wasn't that great for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose because you were so immersed into it. Mm. And then I remember there was one point where we went to walk into one of the rooms that they had and they had a load of steps and I tripped on a step. <laughs> <laughs> so then the person who was like 
part of the dungeon they just called me up and they were like you up here <laughs> and they made me sit in some weird chair and I got all like freaked out and I was a part of the show then yeah. and all because I almost fell and whacked my uh, head they'll pick on the vulnerable mm-hmm. um, I'd just like to say that we have mentioned London Dungeons a lot This is uh, there's no way product placement but if London Dungeon if you want to give us uh, some tickets for next time in London I'm open it's uh, what would you do if podcast at gmail.com tickets i just want money or just send us money thank you <laughs> yeah my would you rather this week is would you rather live in london or would you rather live in dublin i think i would have to go dublin why sir i think just because say two and a half years ago i'd never been to dublin and i would have never considered it home and it's my second home ah. see i would like to do london short term yeah. I wouldn't settle down there. It would just be, I'd live there for a couple of years. I would enjoy it. Like, I would only move over if I could work somewhere like Capital or maybe XFM or Radio 1 or something like, you know. But that's the only reason that I would really want to move over, if I could get a really cool job at a really cool station. I don't know if there's many homeowners in London as well. Mm. I know in Dublin there's a lot of, ranting and raving about the price of living and rent and stuff like that but there is still a lot of homes in Dublin in the Dublin area in the, the inner city and the, even the outer city but in London a lot of it is sort of high rise flats or renting and stuff like that or house shares I'm not sure if there's much opportunity for home ownership in London yeah no you'd only really want to live here if you were on the outskirts I'd say and then the cost of getting into the city would be more, and that would end up racking up, wouldn't it? So, would you rather London or Dublin? Long term. Yeah. Dublin. Yeah, we're keeping you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that poll will be on Twitter, at what would you pod, you can vote on that, and we will go through the results of that on next podcast. Will we, though, Callum? We will. You say this every week. I know, but we will this week. This is a Callum Farmer guarantee. If you vote on this poll, and if you put a comment as well, we'll give you a shout-out. And we'll give you some of the money that London Dungeons are going to give to us as well. Don't be giving away my money. Your money? Yeah. What about my money? This is a joint effort. Yeah, well, okay, it can come out of your share. The money that you're going to give away to people. We're not splitting it a multiple of ways here. I'm getting 50%. You can get 50% and give it away to people, all right? Is that okay? That's okay, right. We've got about six hours before our flight. Let's uh, do some touristy things in London. Okay. Let's go to the Shrek experience, shall we? (laughs) And no. From Wembley, bye. Bye. If you like this episode of What Would You Do If, you can subscribe on your favourite podcasting app with new episodes every Monday. Thanks for listening to What Would You Do If?